Hey, what's up, everybody? We're here with the new show, The Old Heads, featuring Dr. Tony Reed. Uh, like I said, Dr. Tony Reed, I don't know how you like being introduced. I don't know. I mean, if, if I was a doctor, well, I would be making everybody call me doctor. I don't. <laughs> well, you know, I got like basketball. I got a little petty in me. The people that I don't like, then I would require them to call me doctor. Mm, I got the you. The people who know me, they can just call me Tony. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're gonna call you Tony when we're in the show, but we're gonna say it's always with with Doctor Reed, and for right. the and for the haters, it's it's the old heads featuring Doctor Reed. Okay. <laughs> I got you. But yeah, man, we here with the with the old heads, man. We we want to try to create this the old school barbershop vibe guys talking in the barbershop you know we talk everything a lot of hoop talk a lot of nba but we also talk about things that's going on in the world in our communities and and everything else like that from from an old heads perspective not not too old you know i was thinking the the name of the show could be not too old heads because yeah, i'm still sexy <laughs> yeah yeah me too man we 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 did not too old heads. Right. like i'm an old head but i'm not too old to you know let's just leave it like that Leave it at so that. So we don't but, get in trouble. <laughs> but yes, yes. So, so the old heads we hear, man. We one of the first few things we was gonna talk about, man, is is, is the old school versus the new school. We talking NBA. Okay. We talking players, teams. We can go a lot of different places with it. So we are gonna keep it keep it real simple. Start off. The old heads. We talking old school versus new school point guards. Okay. Oh. So so we was talking in the back. We got three of the uh, the top old school point guards, and we're gonna talk about them and, and a little bit of di the differences between these new school point guards. And we try to name three new school point guards. So, so tell us what you said, who you think your top three old school guys are, point guards. Okay. So before we do that, for the benefit of helping these young cats out to understand what we mean by point guard, because there's different levels of point guards. There's Facts. A shooting point guard, mm -hmm. there's a multi-talented point guard, consummate point guard. Mm -hmm. So for me, when you say point guard, it starts with if, if we go we going small point guards or just point guards. Yeah, in let's general. let's start with small point okay, guards. Okay, small point guards. Um we talk who did I say? I said Isaiah Thomas. Of course. John Stockton. Mm-hmm. And who was my third one? Well, Magic, but I wouldn't well, consider him a small, small point guard. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, if we go in point guards, yeah. you start with Magic and Isaiah. For right, me. right. Then Stockton probably. And then Stockton. Be, yeah. Okay, so those three. Right. So out of those three, now I'm going to tell y'all I got the hometown bias and all that other stuff. I grew up with Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. grew up battling, playing with him and playing against him. He's a Chicago legend. Mm -hmm. I actually played against him one time. And he scored 40. He gave me 40 points. But we won the game. But I still in the barber, oh, really? in the barbershop and everything else, oh, really? I still get heat. Isaiah gave you 40. And I'm like, we won the game. Now when you talk about Nah, nah, you <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Isaiah give that's a that's something you tell the grandkids about, even if you're not the one right. that won the game. Yeah. If you're not the one. No, that's a that's an NBA legend. And then the consummate point guard, when we talk about Magic, well, we we not even mentioning Magic right now, but John Stockton. Yeah. So yeah. so Stockton, when I say a consummate point guard, that's a guy that can get everybody, make everybody better around mm -hmm. him, and he sacrificed his game. And everybody know that consummate point guard, 
he gets all the blame for the losses, mm. but doesn't get a whole lot of credit mm-hmm. for the wins because he's not the one that's scoring all the points or scored a winning point. But right. everybody knows his value. So you're talking about that consummate point guard is that guy that's like the quarterback of the offense. Like, yeah, yeah. if we go old school, like, and, and this might be before people's time, Maurice Cheeks. Okay. Okay. You know, th- yeah. Those people like that. That's yeah. Mark Jackson. Yeah. If, if Somebody you can rely bit, on. Yeah. That, that's set the, it up. The coach on the floor. Coach on the floor. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Th- yeah, there's, dif- there's differences in that. That's a good point because I think with the new school point guards, a lot has dropped off in the sense of being a coach on the floor, having to be that point guard. Because I know back in the day, even if you couldn't shoot, if you, you know, didn't have some of these other skills that some of the other guys had, but if you were the smartest player on the floor, the high IQ guy, the guy mm-hmm. that makes sure the whole team is going to, you know, make sure the team is going to get the best shot possible, high percentage shot, set us up for whatever play we're trying to run, that was the point guard. Right. Now, so much emphasis on scoring, ball handling, Shooting and the consummate point guard is like an uh, it's like a dinosaur, right? Like the only guy we really got today is the point guard, CP3. Chris Paul, right? And, and he, if we, not not to get off topic of everything else, but he's a consummate point guard today. Yeah, he and is I, because and, and, yeah, he can get his, mm-hmm. but he's trying to make everybody else better. And his influence, even though like even today he's out, but you feel his presence. Even though he's sitting on the bench. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell that was. Time. That's one of the byproduct byproducts you get with a point guard like that is their presence can kind of resonate even when they're not on the floor. Chris Paul definitely got that, but that goes right into who we saying is would be this new school group of point guards. Obviously, I think CP3 is right there, probably leading this group. Right. Steph is the big splash name that you know it's debatable whether he's even the face of the whole nba right now right i would definitely say he's the face of the point guard position right now and as you can see that's a totally different player type than isaiah thomas but some of them young boys john are stockton even chris paul some of them young boys are coming oh yeah yeah we got you know you was talking about isaiah you were saying he reminds you a lot of Ja Morant. Yes, sir. Um, Explain that. Because to me, my thought is, man, Ja, Ja, I'm seeing D. Rose. I'm seeing Russell Westbrook, Young Westbrook, Young Rose. I Maybe because I don't remember Young Isaiah. I don't remember Young Zeke. As as Barkley would say all the time, Google him. (laughs) You know, but Ja is coming. And and the reason that that it's easy for me to compare them because there's nothing that he can't do on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, if you need some buckets, mm-hmm. I'll get you some buckets. If you need me to play some defense, I'll do that. If you need me to be a little bit flashy and do some other things, I can do that. He's an entertainer as well. Right. But he want to win at all costs right. as well. Right. And that that's that was Isaiah. But was Isaiah that type of athlete, though? I don't remember, like, him. Oh. Like, John Moran is I put above it like this. the rim. Everybody says that Kyrie Irving has the best. Him and Steph have the best handles ever. And I, I would tell, agree, and I, I don't agree. I don't know about ever. I know about n- just well, in this may, generation. Maybe now, yeah. but but Isaiah Thomas could. Uh, was he was a like that. Okay. You know, yeah, I, I know again, he... it's one of those people Google him. Okay. I mean, you couldn't steal the ball from him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. You know, to me, I thought Chris Paul was the better translation of of Isaiah Thomas. Maybe even Isaiah Thomas better. Only, only than Chris because Paul. 
only because Chris Paul is that consummate right. point guard. Right. Like Chris Paul, you're not gonna go. A coach is not gonna go to Chris Paul. I need you to get forty. Right, right. No, but Isaiah had the, had that talent and had that skill that he can go out. Not that not that CP3 doesn't have that talent and skill. Right. But CP Isaiah could do it regular if he needed to. Right. Right. And I he think sacrificed this game because of Joe Dumas. You you were talking before about Isaiah Thomas as a scorer back in the day. Like he like he was. The old Pistons, this was before the three Before they started winning. Yeah, before they started winning, they had a young guy on the team, Kelly Trapuca, and all those other people. And they used to run neck and neck with Denver about scoring. And it would be no, and, and San Antonio when they had George Gervin. So it was no big deal. They was averaging 130, 135 points a game. Mm. And it wasn't mm. that bad shooting percentages either. Mm. They was just getting they it in. They were just getting it in. Just not, not, not playing much defense, but going. scoring. Well, I mean, they played defense for what they needed to do, but yeah. I mean, but but they could score, and it wasn't until Chuck Daly came in and said, "Hey, you can win scoring titles and you can do all this other stuff, but do you want to win?" And then when they drafted Joe Dumars, Joe Dumars got to eat a little bit. Vinny Johnson got to eat a little bit. Right. John Sally, Adrian Dadley, right, Mark Aguirre, right. They start getting some and studs and you can still get yours. Think about it. You know, I, I guess for the for the modern people, think about Jordan averaged thirty seven a game. And then mm. field, and field, I said 37. Mm. I didn't speak Spanish. Mm. And he Y'all hear that? Shooting 50% from the field, everything, all That's that other stuff do. like that. No three-point shooting. That's hard to do. And he was dunking on everybody. Yeah. And Phil Jackson said, I need you to, if you're going to dunk on everybody, they're just going to foul you all the time, and your career not going to last, and we're going to do this triangle. Right. And everybody's going to touch the ball a little bit. So right. it takes those kind of adjustments. Right, right. Would you say, like, these school, these new generation, the new school – point guards it's harder for them to play in systems like that because they don't have that consummate style of point guard the way we're used to you know as far as the old school everybody's it's it's mostly iso ball right and that's and, what i was going to go yeah. to is iso ball and it's about i got to get mine right so right. it's none it's none of this i'm going to sacrifice for the team you ain't I no mean, all-star you look, don't get 30 i still play ball with the young guys now and they get on me they say i don't shoot enough but i'm like y'all never heard of like jason kidd right Right. Mark Jackson didn't shoot a lot. Right. He shot when right. he had. Just because I don't, don't mean I can't. That's the key. And, 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 that part. And no no coaches now are raising kids to just be a, a manager. No. Because when, when it comes to being a manager, then the, the, the coaches, the college coaches, not looking for them. They're looking for the people they that's want putting the up numbers. Right. So you're not looking for exactly that. Exactly right. So that skill set is we, being. We're about of, to go into NCAA basketball, the tournament. And I don't follow as much college basketball as I used to because the kids don't stay in school, right? Like they used it to. It's tough. So I watch it, but then I find that the kid, the, the teams that have the most advantage are those ones Older that got ones. the seniors yeah. and the ones that got that point guard. You, a point guard is, is, is critical and and most important in the tournament. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. And the teams that go the furthest usually are the teams that have the older guards and not necessarily the most talented guards or the guards that's gonna go to the nba it's guards that are 21 22 years old seniors maybe even junior red shirt juniors and stuff right still talented enough to play at the d1 level combined with them growing into their grown man bodies playing against some 18 year old blue chippers right i like my eyes and i don't want to beat up on everybody but i will say like your homeboy trey young Oh, yeah. I like Trey. He would much rather pass than shoot. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a pass first. But point the way that the game is, he can shoot up those half court shots yeah. and that other stuff. But <laughs> I, I, I bet that if he had, Nate McMillan could go to him and say, "I want you to go this whole game and don't shoot," and he wouldn't be mad. Yeah, because he's he like because he likes to pass. Yeah, we don't have a lot of people that's raising point guards, right. the consummate point guards. Right. We have people you you the point guard just because you're the littlest dude on the team. That part. Because it goes back. That part. Russell Westbrook gets a lot of. He gets a lot of blame and a lot of flack for what's going on with the Lakers right now. Right. But he is what he's always been. When he first came from, did he go to UCLA or USC? UCLA. So when he came from UCLA, he wasn't a point guard. Nah, nah, he was a guard. Just like Zach Levine, they tried to make him one. He came off the bench at times. He was, yeah. And when he came to the league, it was him, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Ibaka. Mm-hmm. And the coach back then, I forget his name. He used to be he, he was he was a little guard when for Scott the Rockets, Brooks, Scott Brooks. Yeah. So Scott Brooks just kind of threw the ball out there. Yeah. And they were athletic and they got to the finals. Right. Nobody ever taught him how to play. Yeah. Yeah. So then when fast forward to Billy Donovan coming, Russell Westbrook was already who he was going to be by then. Yeah. And nobody really. Right. He never really learned the game. Like imagine if he would have went with Pop. Yeah. Tony Parker was a guy. That can scoot up and down the court. Mm-hmm. And Popovich said, no, we're going to slow this down and let me beat you up mm-hmm. a little bit, and this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So to me, he's a product of his environment. Well, I think also uh, uh, his athleticism is his gift and his curse. Because, like you said, he got it's it's a big – you make a splash in the league when you make these spectacular plays. Yes, you sir. even win an MVP because of the way – he's so versatile and could do so many different things. But you you can't force him to be a traditional point guard at this point in his career. That's not who he is. It's not who he is. And I wonder if you can win at this level of basketball without having a game-managing point guard. Not necessarily that that point guard has to be the best player on your team, obviously. And most championship teams, you can find a guy on that roster. That's what I'm saying. That. You can't win without it. Exactly. You can You can – Put stat chase and put your record up and all that other stuff, but when it comes down to winning, like Magic yeah. would say, winning time, you got to have somebody yeah. that can, because yeah. the coach can only do so much, it, and you need somebody that's on it, the floor it's a long season, that can boss people around. Playoffs games are a series. Yes, it, sir. If, if your claim to fame or if your biggest thing is our athleticism, it's going to be hard to push through because when you get l- deep into the playoffs, you're dealing with deep teams. You're dealing with hot, well-coached teams, and you're dealing with some of the best players that's in the league. So going back to your athleticism, another old-school story. Y'all shut up out there. Y'all some haters. <laughs> so Doc Rivers, I grew up with him. Right. Had right. a fight with too. him in school over a girl, but that's a story for another <laughs> day. But Doc Rivers got it. His name is Glenn Rivers. He got his nickname, Doc, because the same size that he is right now, the same size that he played at, about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, that was the size that he was in 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. So all he did was dunk on people. Bigger in, in high school, 6'4", you're not a point guard. You're, 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 no, you're like almost a, a big man, yeah. Or a big man, yeah. depending on where you play. Yeah. And then when he got to the league, they turned you're him a into guy. a point guard. Right. Mike Fratello made him a point guard. So athletically, he could dunk on anybody. And, mm-hmm. and and so what we would do is, you know, it, when it got when it came time to winning, we just play off of them. 
Mm-hmm. We wasn't ashamed to play a zone. Shoot, you're going to have to beat us another way. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know? and, 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 and when he came to the league and, and people figured out he still couldn't shoot after doing four years of college and everything else, he's going to have to do something else. Right. And that's how he became that's a point guard. That's what made him evolve, yeah. And, but, but the coach was like, I have to do what I need. I don't need you to score because I got Dominique Wilkins. Mm-hmm. So it's out of necessity. It wasn't right. out of anything else. Right. You know, right. there's no question that Russell Westbrook, James Harden, and Kevin Durant could play together. Should have been able to play together. Right. There's, there's no. No. Question. And, well, I mean, you got to have somebody on the floor that's going to be the floor general. Right. That's going to do set things up offensively and still hold it down defensively. If you're trying to be a championship team. Yeah. Now. And you, you got to be, be good at good. that. And, and since we talking point guards, we'll go right into from the old school to the new school and then the future. Ja, we talked about Ja Morant and, and well. Look, ja, ja is now and he going to be tomorrow. Yeah. A good analogy to that, Michael ja- little Michael Jackson. You know, and a lot of a lot of people don't know little Michael Jackson. They knew Michael Jackson, Jackson Mike. when, he, yeah. when he was Jackson Michael Jackson Mike. from Thriller. Yeah. So Ja right now is little Michael Jackson. Yeah. But but I can see a Thriller album coming yeah. from him later yeah. on. I mean, it's one. I'm seeing D Rose all over again, so I'm 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 praying that this kid stays healthy because he's a highlight reel. He's a highlight reel. I mean, he's he's just not as big. Box as office. He's not as what? Not big. Uh, physical yeah, big. He, I mean, because D Rose was like, you know, now athletically, yeah. I think they the same. D Rose was a little stronger. At least it seemed like upper body wise, and and. Who knows what Jaws gonna turn into? But, but he I gonna, think he's gonna get he, in the gym. He's yeah. gonna get a little bit stronger he, and keep his athleticism. He's, he's that guy. He's he's gonna be the one of the current players that's gonna be in the top seventy five or top one hundred. He's a leader and his teammates don't mind following him. Like even when he had that big game the other day, after the game, did you see when all his teammates was all around him? And they, they Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, it's like water no, on them there's nobody yeah. hating on them or anything like that. No, the, oh man, and you see the way Memphis, the city, has and, 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 embraced and that's, him. That's the perfect. He ain't city going forward. nowhere. Yeah, he don't want to go. He ain't going. He's nowhere. like, I'm gonna win right here. Yeah, which, which which is like a D Rose, because you know D Rose wouldn't recruit anybody to come play with him, and 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 this is where I'm at. You know, so and, and it's a per, it's a perfect city, and they love him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the thing I love one of the one of the best things that I love about it when the little kid tried to give him dap. But the look when they played against oh, Golden State, and, and he's like, "Dude, I'm not giving you no dab. You, you got a Curry jersey on." Like I almost cussed him out. <laughs> and then, hey, it, then he went and got him. A, a, he's like, "Look, I'll give you this. I'll give you my jersey if you get rid of that jersey. You can't keep you them both." Hey, and you know he made a new so, fan. So that's a dog. That, yeah. John Moran is one of those dudes that remind me of old school guys, and I'm always picking on old school. That it wouldn't surprise me if I saw him on a court playing outside. Yeah. Or coming up you to the church ball because he, 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 he loved the game. He's not he one of those, no, nah, I can't play right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, he's like, yeah. he just loves to play. You have The coach have to drag him off the court. Yeah, no, he. you could tell. That's why he's a perfect fit for Memphis. The, the grindhouse is what they call it. They're a hardworking city, town. That's and how, that that's dog how they in them reminds me of Iverson. They, they, they uh, uh, almost, like, I was going to say, damn near got a statue for uh, – uh, uh, what's the boy's name? Big the big man that played there for Memphis for uh, Zach Robinson. Zach Zebo. Zebo. 
they liked him so much. They loved yeah. him. If you if you loved him, Tony Allen, you know they gonna love John Morant. Yeah. They they you know what I'm saying? They they don't need a LeBron. They don't need Steph. Mike Conley still get love. Mike Conley still got had love for a long time. But yeah, so so you know it's and gonna it be, be exciting no big to see deal. what they do. He he's a he's a he's a real dude. It would be no big deal if we would go if we went to Memphis and we went to the mall in Memphis and we see him just walking around in the Foot Locker. Oh yeah, you, yeah, it would be no big deal that you see him out on the street. <laughs> no, it don't seem like that. He seemed yeah. like, and he a young guy too, so I know he's probably he probably is doing stuff like that yeah. because he walk around Memphis like he the mayor probably. I'm right. sure, I'm sure that's his town, that's his city. Which that leads me to another thing we was gonna talk about, which was his team, the Memphis Grizzlies, being one of the biggest surprises in the N- NBA this season. They are one of my top three teams that I mm. sit and watch. Mm-hmm. Like I got the league pass. So okay. The beginning of the year, of course, I just had my Bulls, and then I came on board with the Suns. Yeah. And then the Grizzlies, really I was good. seeing them, seeing them, and I'm like, okay, let me get them too. Yeah. And I love watching them play because they're not just jacking threes. Right. Right. You know, and, and it's you know it's it's like give and take. We got half court ball. You can shoot a couple of threes, but we got people down there not backing down, playing physical. Yeah. It, it's like they play playoff ball every game. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, it's Every almost game like there's a playoff game. It do seem like that. It almost no. seemed like they ain't used to being in the playoffs, so they like let's just we ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah, right, right. And, and no and, matter who they playing, they could be playing Sacramento or they could be playing against the Lakers or Miami or whoever. Yeah. Everything is like a grind. And, and the X factor is this season. It looked like no matter who they play, they got the best player in the gym. Well, it's, it's seeming that way. And everybody plays their role. Yeah. It's like, okay, Ja is Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. And the other ones don't mind being Tito, Jermaine, Tito, Jackie, Jermaine. whatever. Yeah. And they don't mind. Because even Tito had to play the best player. Right? Yeah. Everybody, you play your role. I need Come you on. to rebound. I need you to do this. And we're going to support you. Yeah. Like, I loved it when um, somebody fouled Ja Morant really, really hard. And Steven Adams just stepped, the, the center just stepped up mm-hmm. in front, like, no, nah, Ja, you don't. And Ja's like, no, I got this. Yeah. No, 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 let me nah, have it. Like, nah, let me. So, so do we got yeah. any problems over here right now? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I like that because yeah. everybody's for each other. I love Steven Adams, too. And they for the team. Yeah. They wanted them to do, they're not playing for a contract. They playing because they want to win. That's and they want to. And it's the next man up. Yeah. Because remember, for, for Memphis, uh, what's his name? The young boy ain't been hurt all year. What's his name? Dylan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's been hurt all year. Yeah. And Bane came out of nowhere. Yeah, Bane. I mean, and that's a dude out, that nobody. He said they wouldn't draft him in the first round because they said his arms was too short. He, it, it's, I <laughs> promise you, you could tell. You could tell. It looked like it. He almost looked awkward. But yeah. but it, it's he's a shooter. The long arms is, is better for slashers and defensive players. And the other he's guys I appreciate on that team is slow mo, Kyle Anderson. Oh, I wanted the Bulls to get he's him. A, he's a he's a Greg Popovich, and, and he don't mind doing project. whatever he, he he knows how to play. No, the he's game. IQ all very the, cerebral. Reminds me of you know, it's always been guys, and it seemed like Popovich always had a knack for guys like that, mm-hmm. like your Boris Diaw or right. these guys that just uh, 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 what's the what's the guy he played for? He even played for Miami. He he was from Duke. Shane Battier. Shane Battier. These guys are just high IQ. They're gonna but, stick but around. But they know their roles. Yeah. And, and, and they understand everything that goes on. In there. And like I said, they are a consummate team because they all get along. Yeah. It yeah. brings me back to if we go local. Offensively and defensive, too. They play defense. Right. So, I mean, definitely. And then they even got all the way up to at one point they were number two in the West. I don't know if they got they to still that number, number one. So, I mean, 
definitely they're a, not going to catch the sun. One of the most biggest pleasant surprises yeah. uh, of of the NBA, along with you had mentioned in the back, we talked about a couple of other ones, Cleveland. Yeah, they're and surprising. I like, and I like the people. way they play. Yeah, they embracing these big boys. They start. Okay. They at one point they were starting three seven footers on the front line with Jared Allen, Mobley, Mobley. and Markkinen. Oh yeah, yeah. Even though Markkinen's not really a big, yeah, he, but, but he's still but seven, he's seven foot. foot. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and, and the little guard Garland. Thank everybody, you, you know, C.J. McCullough told warned us about him before the season started. He said, "Watch out for Garland," because yeah. everybody thought Sexton was the man, yeah. and then Sexton got hurt, and Garland's like. So now yeah, I think I got when, this. when Sexton come back, he's gonna have to come off the bench. Yeah, he can play. He's a dog too. He's a dog. But that goes to the that consummate point guard versus the shooting point guard. Yeah. And what your team needs at yeah. that time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it helps when your consummate point guard is a bulldog on defense. Yes, sir. Usually they are because you gotta provide your worth on that end of the floor too especially if you're not somebody that's scoring 20 or more points a game you gotta be somebody that's gonna hold that other point guard yes, from sir. scoring like that so I think they got that they had a pleasant surprise obviously as far as negative surprises most disappointing team disappointing. obviously my Lakers I'm, we shouldn't even spend time <laughs> talking about them cause they be on every night every national televised night the Lakers is on I don't know why they're one of the worst teams in the league. They barely got a chance to, to make it. Um, you know, I understand they Hollywood and all this, but so disappointed. I, I'm so disappointed in Westbrook, AD. I'm a LeBron fan. I would say I'm disappointed in him, but I feel like he's the only one that's playing at a at a, at a a level that's even Look, man, when playoff you, caliber. When you're the king, you got to take some of that. You take oh, some, yeah, you he take get it. them bullets. He getting it. He getting them. And, 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 and you know, I mean, the, his fans can can only deflect so much, so he's going to have to sit with this L. He's going to have to sit out this, this season and not make the playoffs. Oh, you think he should sit out? Well, no, I'm just talking oh, about okay. he's going to have to sit and take this L, take all this criticism that he's yeah. getting and get, take it all and then, and then deal with the criticism of probably not making the playoffs. Deal with the criticism of whatever your next move is going to be, and and all that he's going to have to deal with. Because the sad thing is, them young teams are coming. Exactly. I, so ain't nobody. The, I, thi- the thing about the king, everybody was scared of him, and then all of them before. It's kind of like with Mike. He's some of these young boys that's coming. They're not scared of him. Right. Like they'll go at him. Right. And then we ain't even gonna mention he ain't played defense in probably five right. years. Right. He, he can score. Yeah, he'll get a block every now and then. But uh, like no, Luke, I think Luka, I do think you're right about that. Yeah, he didn't yeah. want Luke. He didn't want no parts of Luca. Uh, he wanted it, but Luca was just giving him the <laughs> yeah. business. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, but no, I, I do think that's a good point. I, another thing I'll give Jordan a nod over LeBron is more p- players. More players were afraid of Jordan, even all the way up to the end of his career with the Bulls, anyway. Uh, than than LeBron, I think LeBron being more of a buddy buddy in the league, this generation being more friends. You think that's kind of like players, the AAU mentality? It is a little bit, and, and I think uh, social media and and our technology has changed the game. So back then, back in our day, you know, this is the old heads talking yeah. again. Back in our day, you, you didn't. Be, you supposed to be the best player. I'm about to come out and bust I'm, you up. I'm bust. I'm about to bust you up. Yeah. I, I'm from you from Chicago. I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Dallas. Hey, I'm, you know, whatever. But now it's to the point where I could be from Dallas, Texas. You could be from Chicago, 
and we we played games together in high school. Right. We played AAU ball together. We both right. make it to the league. How am I supposed to act like you ain't the homie? Exactly. So so that's how this generation is a little bit different. Combine and that. And let's play together instead of right. if you the man that I'm me trying and you to beat team you. Up, if me and you team up, it's a it's a wrap. Plus, I think that combined with the fact that LeBron is just a little bit more of a team-oriented player. Like, he, he wants to have guys that he could pass it to. He wants to, you know, he's more of a team, team, team player. So, you know, he cares about those guys that are on his team and, 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 and these and other guys. Other guys, are, and he knows, hey, this guy that's on, my, on this other team could be one of my teammates next year. He could be, hey, you know, so they keeps it, he keeps it PC with everybody. And then, uh, and then he can play his GM role in the summer and see who wants to play with him. And, and he's not about that GM life, man. He doesn't need that long. Well, yeah, this year proved it because yeah. if if he, if it's true that he's the one that won at Westbrook, then he really has to take eat this. Uh, but again, because we're talking about point guards, I call myself a point guard. I'm not gonna let everybody put all that heat on Russ. It's not all the heat it on start, Russ. It's on Russ and AD. It started with street clothes. I, or, it's on Russ should, and AD. Yeah, it started with and, him. and Vogel a little bit because if yeah. Vogel should have spoke up, even if LeBron do want AD, nah, man, we ain't getting. I mean, if he do want Westbrook, Bron saying, "Hey, I want I Westbrook in here. I'm gonna yeah. if I'm the coach, man. Do y'all trust me at all? And I I'm gonna blame, put my input on. I didn't blame Vogel as much at first. And again, that's not my team. I'm not really a Laker hater, but it, like you said, if they on TV all the time, You're I can't right. help but see <laughs> right. But Frank Vogel, as a coach, you can't be a defensive coach and you ain't got no defensive players. So if that you ain't part. got no defensive players, that you go, think about Pat Riley. Pat Riley was with the Lakers. It was showtime. Mm-hmm. So he coached that way. Mm-hmm. When he went to, to the Knicks, there was nothing about showtime nah. when he went to the Knicks, and he adjusted. Right. And then the same thing when he went to Miami. Miami. So you got to make some adjustments right. too. So right. I'm not putting all the heat on LeBron. I, I'm not putting all the heat on AD. I'm not putting all the heat on Westbrook. But I will go up to that front office with Palenka and Jeannie because Jeannie could have said no at any time too. Yeah, you know, I, for, for all saying, the right. all these Laker people, that that's that's how I see uh, it. The Westbrook, it, the even casual fans saw the misfit in bringing Westbrook into this team. So, but that was the foolery of them thinking that Westbrook was going to change. It's like you in a relationship. You know, like the girl know the dude is a dog. And she said, well, he ain't like that with me. Or I thought he was going to change. And then you get Westbrook in, I thought he was going to change. Right. How is he different than right. what he was when he, he is nah, who he is? He is who Especially he is. as he get, you know, when we get older, we really you stuck in our ways and we ain't changing. No, it, that, I mean, you talking about a Hall of Fame player. Yep. That in his mind, he probably still feels like he's in his prime. You're not going to get this man to change. I mean, uh, we could have had uh, a LeBron-Westbrook combination years ago if anybody thought that that was a good fit. That's but just not all of them didn't want to no, play together. No, if, if that's the case, young Carmelo could have came and played with D. Rose. Exactly, and he should have. And he well, should have. We know that he should have, but, but he didn't. He chose the money over. Either that or he was scared Tom Thibodeau was going to make him play defense. Well. He said there's that part too though. I feel like he do you want a ring or do you want a check? And he well, chose the check. But that I, I'm not knocking him for it, but now he wants to choose a ring and it ain't gonna work like that. Now I, honestly, as far as disappointments, I disappointments, I don't feel disappointed in Carmelo Anthony's play. No, like he's been okay. He is who he is. But I'm disappointed for him. 
I, I hate that he went to L.A. with the, whatever expectations he's had, and it's going out like this. Especially after they blackballed him before then and wouldn't let For him real. play. For real. Like, they act like he was not even good enough to play in the league. Because I said, this is a dude that back in the day, and it, I'm going to be sacrilegious for all of you LeBron fans, <laughs> but I thought he was rookie of the year. Well. When him and LeBron was to, came out. I, Look at his numbers in Denver. I agree with you. I don't know about the rookie of the year because, you know, LeBron is who your co- competitor is. But, no, Melo was the man. Even I would early, even say. Early Knicks. Early, early Denver. All of Denver. He was a better scorer than LeBron. Oh, yeah. And and I think he, you know, had a, he was in position to, to, you know, be right there with LeBron. And that's the reason why I even would make the point years ago um, when LeBron started, you know, rising to his level of fame and then his level of haters. And, and and once he started going to the finals and losing, you know, LeBron and them lost to, to the Spurs two times in the in the finals. He lost to Dallas but in the that, finals. That's the new school way of thinking with all these participation trophies <laughs> and all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, LeBron went to the finals 10 times. I'm like, but he lost more than he won. Well, but I'm saying it's okay. about it's about the winning part. I, I'm not even. Ta- I'm talking about just the logic. In if you go to the finals ten times, you could say, but he didn't win. But he won in the conference finals, so you can't really say he can't win. Whereas other guys like Carmelo Anthony and pretty much any other superstar you can think of, they're losing far sooner. Right. Than LeBron loses, but so it almost be like let's let, let's let LeBron only get to the finals that he actually won. But if he would have lost in the first round or second round, we would look worse. at him at a more positive light. When I'm like, that's backwards because how can somebody who win 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 get all the way get beat by a better team? Except for one time, I think Miami was better than Dallas Mavericks. Dallas beat them. They wasn't ready, but Dallas was a damn good team. team you can't act like that dallas mavericks team, team. wasn't good you talked about jason kidd and everybody knew they about dirk let's talk about jason, jason terry, terry uh sean marion tyson yeah. chandler on d everybody knew jj Barea. i mean these guys they they could go for days uh, yeah. uh, uh another josh howard i think like just you know so still even then i'm like okay but we're gonna knock lebron for losing to the spurs when they got three hall of famers on their team we're gonna we're gonna talk and he lost to the spurs twice but um, if you wear the crown, the the Warriors you with, gotta with own KD that. and all them, yeah, own it. But what I'm saying is, is somebody like Carmelo Anthony, who is the standard of an elite basketball player, played his whole career and Carmelo and, is and more has, like has a tenth, not even a tenth yeah. of what LeBron has been able to accomplish. But the average person will tell you, yeah, well, LeBron lost more times in the finals than he's won. He got, yeah. Man, man he got to the finals. But, that but here's the thing. In football, Denver went to the Super Bowl four times and lost. Minnesota, too. Do yeah. you really remember that, and, or do um, you remember who won? The the Buffalo Bills. Remember, they went the like Buffalo four Bills. times in a so, row. And, 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 and that's the same, because I guess I'm old. That's how I think about it. As far as talent, Carmelo Anthony was never Michael Jackson. He was more like Tevin Campbell. Back in the day, he wasn't all the way up there, but you knew he was mm, really good. Yeah, you yeah. know. And well, LeBron is the king, and LeBron tell you he's the king, so he gotta wear it. Yeah, he do, and and, and, and that's why he's on the list. Remember of, the four, five, or at least six, his team. Seven his team is on the list of 
yep. biggest disappointment. Yes, that, sir. That's why, because he's the king. And we've talked to her before. I don't think he does. You know, I think he's getting held at too high of a standard for a player his age and all that. But still, he still calls himself the king. He still carries himself as if he's an MVP caliber player. So we got to we got to ignore your age when we talking about your criticisms. So it is what it is. Because if you throw the age in there, then when I go get buckets against these young guys, I'm going to remind them that I'm almost 60. <laughs> yeah. Right. They, let's so just keep it. Gonna do let's that. just keep it a buck all the way around and say this is what you finished. Right. This is what you started, and and this is where y'all at. Lakers are horrible. They the biggest <laughs> disappointment. And I as know far how as, hard that is but, for you to say that. Oh yeah, no, it is. <laughs> it is. But I'm not not that hard because honestly, you've even corrupted your kids to be Laker fans, man. <laughs> Uh, well, they LeBron fans. We more LeBron fans than Laker fans. So, I mean, okay. I I think they're just a disappointment. But not as much as individually. I, I would give more individual disappointment to Westbrook because I still thought he was a great player. And maybe he still is, but he definitely isn't playing that way. And AD, I, I, at one point, AD, we was talking about before, he was supposed to be what we think Giannis is now like how Giannis is now is what everybody thought AD was gonna well at least his I didn't think that a lot of people did and I'm from Chicago I remember remember his rookie year I mean he's number one pick two three years in the league they're saying no this kid is the future like so because he could do everything because he could do everything to me that's how I think of Giannis or maybe even he can't stay healthy they need to rub some Robitussin on him or something man something I know but since he can't that's disappointing to me and even when he was healthy to me he played like garbage all this season and and this season he started getting criticism like man you you won the bubble championship and now you're just done since you brought him back in here think about when LeBron was out early in the year right and he didn't and do Anthony it. Davis, he wouldn't go in the he post. He wasn't doing nothing. I mean, my, my boys, we, we thrashed them because Anthony Davis wouldn't go in the post. When he played against your boy Giannis, Giannis big-boyed him the whole game. And then he had to he limp out in the end and act like he was hurt. Because Giannis <laughs> was like, no, you're not going to move me around. You're not no, going to big-boy me. No, no. AD honestly is – Seems like a player. He seemed like he's the same age as LeBron. Like you should, like I would expect LeBron to have more of these injury issues. It's kind of like if you a coach, it's kind of like I wouldn't waste a big man to guard a big man that don't want to go in the post. Right. I could put a little guard on him. Right. Just face guard. Right. You know, and and that's that's AD. AD don't want to play the big man. He don't want no parts of inside game. He don't want to play center. Yeah, when he come in with that, you forward. you play where I need you to play, and you're gonna do what I need you yeah, to do. I, I, I'm done with AD. <laughs> I, 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 they won a championship, and AD was playing really good then. But I haven't seen enough consistency in him to show me that the Lakers can win with Man. LeBron, AD. And I might argue if Jimmy Butler didn't get hurt in the bubble. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, who I, knows? And, and yeah, and, and that would have been a, a a terrible mark on LeBron's legacy. But a, as disappointed as they are, they're not t- as disappointed as the other two guys that you brought up for being the biggest individual disappointments this season. Ben Simmons and Kyrie. Yeah, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Mm. Mm. You know, I, all year that's all we've been hearing. I mean, Vegas still got the Nets as the favorite to win the championship. They put the Nets and the Lakers before, then it came yeah, off the Lakers yeah, a little bit. they better come off the Lakers. But we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Old school guys. Mm-hmm. If I leave where I'm going and I come to play with you, 
and then all of a sudden you're not willing to take one for the team or whatever and and, and or let, let's take it from another level because we we guards so imagine if we on the nets and we balling and doing everything and we doing our thing and then Kyrie shows up for one game <laughs> and then we got to sit on the bench and watch all of this even though we got the hot hand still so how would, is, is that team is that bringing in teamwork Nah, Kyrie is like you said. It's the elephant in the room. I, w- I wonder how KD uber talented. Yeah, I'm not gonna take nothing. Now I'm not I mean, putting him above Isaiah like some of these young boys try to do. I won't put him over Isaiah. Uber talented. W- yeah, I mean, talent I, is not question. Yeah, talent, skill set yeah, is not a question. I don't question anything. Defensively though, his you love can question his defense. defense and playmaking. Yes, because he's not gonna lead the lead. My, my assist record is not gonna be in jeopardy with Kyrie. You know, but I don't think that he loves the game. Well, I think he loves the game. I don't think he loves the NBA. Well, it, that might be fair. I think he he you know he's he's uh, uh what's his name the when he puts on the old head gear and all that Uncle Drew Uncle Drew he's Uncle Drew I mean he's a hooper he's a hooper at its most purest form he's a right. hooper but. Making it work in the confines of a, of an NBA franchise hasn't seemed to be able to work for him. The only time it worked was that year with LeBron and them at Cleveland, and somehow he found his way and out of that. Because, that's because LeBron put him over in a box and, and and let him out every once in a while and put him right back in the box. Yeah, he apparently he didn't like that. He enough. didn't like. I don't want to be the little brother. I don't want to be. I want to. So then he went to Boston. Wasn't happy there. Even though he, pro- I'm gonna stay here forever. <laughs> that not two weeks later changes. I'm out of here. Right, so so, so now he's doing that Brooklyn, and I'm I can't like, trust him. Like you said, that elephant in the room. Because if I'm KD, <laughs> KD's legacy is a little bit on the line here. Oh, yeah. I know he act like he don't care about that kind of stuff, but in his own mind, he has to feel like he's the best player in the world. Yeah. So that puts a pressure, and he know how last season ended. He had one toenail toenail too long, or else they go into the finals possibly, and and by himself. By itself, throwing that in there, and and now James Harden done forced his way out, and you looking up here at Kyrie like, man, if we're gonna win any game, if we're gonna be for real about this, and try to go into the playoffs and try to win something for real, for real, I gotta count on Kyrie. So you mean to tell me if we boys and and I pulled that you wouldn't we wouldn't have a conversation? No, about that's that. what I'm saying. We would have definitely. Dude, dude, I came here for you. Yeah, I could have went anywhere. Everybody wanted me, and I came here for you. And I wonder how that conversation went and is going, if it's current conversation. Because to me, I feel like that conversation should from from KD should have been like this: Look, man, you about to uh, get this vaccine, or I'm gonna give it to you myself. If I'm the GM, I would have traded uh, Kyrie. And if you a GM for Brooklyn, if you a if you a GM for Brooklyn, you saying keep Harden? I would have kept Harden. And sent Kyrie to Philly, if that was possible. If you a GM, are you maxing Kyrie? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. That's too risky. Well, because because he, he coming that's up. That's too risky. His, his contract I, I, coming I up. I say that, but it's a lot of GMs that's not on win-now situations. I mean, if you the Orlando Magic, I'll throw Kyrie a, a max contract. Because his contract coming up. I mean, they throwing out max contracts. Okay. The guys are just. And the flip side of that, Ben Simmons. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go old school. Mm-hmm. I've always been the smallest dude on the court. 
if I know that I can get you mentally, then that's what I'm, I mean, we would say stuff. We'll shoot a jump. Tell your mama to stop texting you. <laughs> shoot a jump in their face. Yeah. Or football, I, I played football. I played football, so got a big receiver. I'd be, man, you about 6'2", six, 6'3", six, ain't you? You weigh about 180, 200 pounds, something like that. They're not throwing you the ball at all. So what is that receiver going to do he going to go huddle? Back and say something. So yeah. I know he's going to go in the huddle and cuss. I got that little dude on me yeah. or whatever. So now gotcha. it's my time. Yeah, now it's my and time. And then I go get him. Yeah. Same thing with with the big guy shooting jump shots and all that. I bet you can't do this. So right. then the big man going to Get off shoot of him. Jump. He can't shoot. So Get off of him. He can't shoot. The sensitivity part right. of it or whatever, Ben Simmons playing with these team, this team, and he playing in a place where they boo Santa Claus. <laughs> but all he had to do you ain't was lying. Go, Philly is rough. But all you got to do is go out and play hard. Yeah. Allen Iverson ain't bought a bill in Philly in 20 years. Yeah, facts. But he's still. Yeah, he's like, I don't like the uh, practice. He, I, he, I go out drinking and partying. He's the honorary president But he know I'm a, I'm a dog you. I'm going to give everything. Julius Irving. Yeah. Walks around Regal all the time. So yeah. Ben Simmons, what like we were talking about earlier, Philly was winning and doing good before Harden. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So that's I would why, think if that's nothing, why Philly is really. And then he want us to be sensitive. He want us to be sensitive and, 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 you know, talk to me nice and ice cream and cake. <laughs> and, you know, so then I'm like, so, so what does he think going to happen when he go to Brooklyn? Because eventually what happens if they're not playing now and, and this whole him showing up tonight for the game is a whole nother thing that I don't think is necessary. Maybe but what's going to happen? Weird. What's going to happen when Brooklyn got to play Philly in in the playoffs? I, I don't think that's going to be an issue. I, I I think more has been made of the Ben Simmons return to Philly and the Ben Simmons Philadelphia relationship than than it's need to be. I I feel like I can't defend Ben Simmons on him being sensitive. If that's what it is, and there is a little bit of sensitivity there, but the reason why I'm not going to. I feel like that narrative has been put out there a lot of time with some of these guys, KD and all these guys. What I think that in actuality, we live in a day and age where because of social media and because of the information age and stuff, everybody's in everybody's business. And like, I think even if our old school players, if they would have having to deal with all of the information overload that we have now, they would have reacted yeah, it differently would be, it would as be well different. too. That's fair. So I think, you know, if it's sensitivity stuff, yeah, he's got to have to grow up because this is a man's game. But it started, and, with, a, and it started it's a with an interviewer asking Doc Rivers, do you think you can win with Ben Simmons as the point guard? Doc Rivers said, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's what Ben and Simmons that's is tripping honest, about. That's if, a, if I'm Ben I'm, Simmons, you know Doc, I'm going personally. To yeah, I'm going to practice. Don't you think he's told uh, him that to yeah. his face? You, would you rather me? You want the hard truth or the soft man? Line? You know he's probably said that a million times. Man, I don't know if I can win with you doing playing like and this. That, that's the get me being the get off my lawn guy. That's like these guys are too sensitive. Yeah, and they are, and a lot of times they are because some of that's AAU culture. You got to think about it. They've been they've been glorified since they was knee high. Right. I had coaches that would come in and say, "Hey, this dude Dennis, you about to play against? He said he gonna bust you up." You know, and, and they say that he the best. They say he the best player right. ever, and all this other stuff. Right, you know, that's none of me. that's true. That's just that's, motivating. That's me, right? But yeah. that's me getting fired. Oh, you the best one? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. show you. I'm gonna show you. Right. I can show you better than I can tell you. Mm. And and nobody has that now. Yeah, no. I mean, it's a few. I feel like John Morant is one. We talked about him, and and, and some other guys out there. But yeah, Ben Simmons is. It, I'm telling you, Ben Simmons and the Brooklyn Nets watching him in playoff is going to be must-see TV but because I'm scared for the we boy. haven't I'm seen him play. 
I, the last time we seen him play, he was choking up in the in the finals. Here, here, in the here's Conference. a good here's a good analogy. Ben Simmons and Giannis. Remember they were saying Giannis shooting too many threes and he can't shoot free throws and he can't do all of that. Was Giannis scared of the moment? Well, no. Did he make I think, him stop? Did he go up to the free throw line? I might miss some, but I'm gonna right, hit some. Right. The difference between Giannis and Ben. Ben don't want none of that smoke. Yeah, it's a mental thing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to shoot no three. I'm not going to shoot at all. And I'm not going to go to the hole because I don't want you to foul, foul me. Right. That That's that's here. Yeah, it's a mental thing. Is, and, is he talented? Absolutely. And Uber that's disappointing too. So I, even though we're saying that the disappointing factors of the season, but they could end up really helping their teams advance in the playoffs. Oh, they could. Because – Kyrie, if, if he if they if lift the mask man, I mean the look, vaccine man, mandate. I'm tired of this if stuff. <laughs> What's well, gonna come down? We're if gonna KD's see. If KD's toe was it was yeah. a little bit bigger. If if they do the mask, the vaccine mandate, we play with what we got. Right. Milwaukee right. won the title last well, year legitimately. But I'm saying Phoenix went ben to the Simmons finals. Is gonna be playing they with say, KD. Well, okay, so are we gonna go this if they if AD come back? Are the Lakers gonna make man, this? Man, big? we done with the Lakers. Well, I'm, so so when are we gonna be done with the other stuff? No, I'm just saying we we ain't done with. Well, first of all, because Philly is looking like the, to me, I would put my money on Philly. The Nets are in ninth the Nets, place, but they, they haven't not, played with, with Ben. They are not they gonna go Benjamin. through that gauntlet. You think they're gonna go through that gauntlet put it like this. of nah. Miami, Milwaukee, Philly, and my Bulls if they get healthy? They're gonna beat two of those teams in a seven-game series that they don't have the home court. It's and tough. by the way, if Brooklyn plays Toronto in the playoffs, Kyrie can't play in no oh, game. Yeah, that's true. I, it's it, it's gonna be close. So y'all, we gotta, all I'm we saying gotta, is it's gonna. We gotta be live close. this if thing forever. It's gonna be no. I'm not even saying it's if. It's a definite because I put it this way. I people want to hold on hope for the Lakers. I would say hold the team that's worth holding out hope for that's barely in there is Brooklyn. Are you going the with Lakers Vegas and betting? Are done. Are you going with Vegas and betting on the Nets? I, I wouldn't bet on them to win the whole thing. <laughs> I just said it's much must see TV because I want to see. Well, no what, doubt it's must see TV. I want to see how he's going to play. The last time we seen him play, he was tricking like, off in the. But before that, he was an all star. Tonight, I want to see Kyrie and Harden. Oh, that's because be, I think that's, that's personal. That's going to be good. I I, I really think that's personal. That's that's definitely. Uh, I think uh, MB gonna beast whoever they throw beef. out at him. That's beef, right? Yeah. They they got beef just like what's beef? Russia beef you... and Ukraine got beef. Exactly. Set transitioning right into uh -oh. our what's going on, our what's going on section of the what, of the Gay? show. Yeah, I'm gonna queue up some uh, some Marvin on here in, okay. in the and it'll be playing here for you. But uh, yeah, d just. A couple minutes to get uh here's dr tony reed okay, give I'll us my, give us the give us the barbershop breakdown of just what's going on in the world i know it's well, so much going on but i'm gonna be bilingual a little bit you know okay. i mean now it, don't do too much no. we got i don't know about our audience no 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 in the military <laughs> i was a journalist that's that's what all my degrees are communication okay so i'm gonna break this ukraine russia thing down in a way that the young young people can understand. The old heads can understand. I'm not going to talk do. over nobody's head. I won't use no three-syllable words. Yes, please do. Yeah, okay. keep, keep it plain. The Ukraine and Russia crisis, in simple terms, for those that have no idea what is going on. Okay. Ukraine used to be in an abusive relationship with Russia. Okay. Feeding him, letting him use her car, and giving <laughs> him whatever he asked for until she built up the confidence to call it quits back in 1991. 
So since then, okay. the U- Ukraine, she's been working on herself, becoming a strong, independent woman mm. with help from friends like France, America, mm. Poland, offering her support, loaning her money, mm. and helping her find her way. Okay. So Ukraine has been enjoying being single for 30 years okay. and looking forward to continuing to grow and create new friendships. Yeah, Stella got her groove back. Yeah. Now Russia, being the toxic ex that it, that it is, Mm-mm. wants her back. Mm-hmm. And he don't want her meeting new people or creating no new relationships. Mm-hmm. Of course not. A couple of weeks ago, Russia started hitting in the front. Started <laughs> sitting in the front of Ukraine's house. And when her friends asked him what was, what was he doing there, he said, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm just chilling, getting a little bit of exercise in. That's all. <laughs> okay. So then after her friends told her that, hey, Russia, he was potentially getting ready to do something bad to her, um, he said, they lying. Don't believe them. They just want you to be scared of me. And that's not what it is at all, baby. You know I love you. Okay, so Russia broke into Ukraine's house the other day, beating up Mm -hmm. and taking advantage of of her while on live stream and double dog Mm. daring any of her friends, them Russia, I mean America, Poland, and all of them, to do something about it. And if they do want the smoke, Russia got that thing on. (laughs) So for me, that's what's going on right now. I like that. So, and, and, and in the midst of all of that, while all of this is going on, two, two things that stand out. Uh, everybody complaining about gas prices. Because, I mean, yes. that, that, that's part of the war because that's, everything is about yes. oil and war. I mean, yeah. I'm a Gulf War veteran. Uh, did all of that stuff for, for oil and all that other stuff. You can complain all you want about gas prices unless you're going up to Walmart to buy you a Huffy bike. What you going to do? Yeah. What you going to do about it? You going to put some water in your take them? That's all you going to do. So you just pay it and keep it moving. It ain't no different than us remember when Chuck Taylor's was the gym shoe. They were $7. Right. And now George to get some, they like 200 bucks. Talk about it. Like, I ain't paying no $200 for some shoes. Yeah. And then your grandkids say they want one and you get shook down. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. And the other exactly. thing. Everything going Yeah. Up. Last thing I want to say about that, we got a free Britney grinder. Mm. Because they holding her hostage. Free Britney. Over there right now. Yeah. Cause they said she had some oil in her bag or whatever. Yeah, she had just, a weed pen. They, what, what they what, what they try to do is just use her. Yeah, as a pawn for this. Mm-hmm. Free Britney. Yeah, stay woke, everybody. Everybody, everybody needs to understand what's going on yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. And remember, yeah. you don't get old being stupid. That's right. And on that note, we gonna end it out. That's that first episode of the Old Heads. We gonna see y'all on the next time. Two weeks. Every two weeks, we'll be here. We'll have some special guests. Probably some other old heads like us. We might get some young guys in here, too. They can come on in here if they want that smoke. We'll give it to them. (laughs)